PoePolitikin.com. Welcome back to PoePolitikin. Politikin, my homie, Soul Brother. What's up, my brother? What up, what up? So, what's up about your name? Where you come with? Why you call yourself Soul Brother? Oh, man, you know, uh, that's an interesting question. Uh, I don't even know how I came up with that name. I think it was, I was on a Nigerian uh, web board one day. That was back in the day when, you know, before the Twitter and Facebook and all of that. So I was looking for a cool name to go with. So I just picked Soul Brother. I felt it was a cool name. And uh, later on, as I developed as an artist, it really, I really came to embrace it, you know, the whole persona and everything. So that's pretty much how I came. I don't have any fancy story, schmancy story of how. I got my name. All right. And speaking of developing yourself as an artist, I want to know a little bit about your background, your story, you know, how you got involved with music. Okay. Um, I'll try to summarize. Um, yeah, man, I, I grew up in a musical household. My parents, uh, they, they always played all the greats, and uh, it was a very diverse range of music. Uh, I still remember the first time I ever called uh, Michael Jackson, man, on TV. That was just an experience for me. I was real young then, I think probably four or five, but I, I really vividly remember watching, uh, you know, his video and just being so just caught up in that. And then uh, fast forward a couple years later, um, a cousin of mine, she introduced me to rap. You know, basically she was she was uh, going off of uh, Paid in Full, the song Paid in Full, you know, Rakim. And um, I heard it, and I was like, yo, teach me teach me that. I, I want to know what that is. And so at first she kind of doubted me, but then she wrote it down on a piece of paper, and that same day I learned the first verse of the song, man. And, uh, and I think fast forward to 05, um, I was uh, an undergrad at the time, and, you know, I used to freestyle a lot, and my cousin heard me one day and was like, yo, I think, man, you'd be pretty dope. Uh, you and this dude need to work together a cat named B-Live from Detroit. And um, so he introduced me to him, and we just started recording and making music at the time. So that's pretty much how I got started. Yeah, I would say you kind of said something that I got in common because I remember I'm a little kid. I had to be like four or five, and I remember seeing Michael Jackson moonwalk across the stage that time. I remember trying to do his moves, trying to get his... Yep. I had his little jacket. <laughs> so I think, <laughs> he, I think he influenced a lot of people, man. It's kind of sad that he got Sure did. But his, you know, his, God music, bless his, soul, man. his music's still out there, man. If people actually go listen to his music, like, he was actually saying some real, real shit, man. I don't even think people understand what he was saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was putting a lot of real shit out there. It took, it took me years to understand what Billie Jean was about. I'm telling you the truth. Like, all through, I think, up until, I guess, I got into my 20s, that's when I really understood what the song was about. And it took me that long. And But that's just to show you his genius and, uh, and I just hope that I can follow his footsteps and make that kind of music. Man. And I've been saying, for, so for the people that don't know, what is Billie Jean about? Well, I think it's pretty much a, it's pretty much a girl who's claiming to be his baby mom's. And it's, we find out it's not, it's not really him. The child is not his. So basically, that's what it's about. I don't know if there's any other interpretation out there, but that's how I understand it right now. And then, then another thing, I don't want to go too deep on Michael, but I've, I've been checking out Michael this week, so that's kind of kind of struck a chord. The other thing, because I, I be listening to Michael shit like PYT, yeah. shit out of my life. I was like, this dude had like a little game on him. Cause I used to kind of play a week on that. Cause I was like, I was like, you know, I never, I never looked at him like he had a game. I just liked his music. Yeah. He actually was yeah. saying some nice shit, you know, to the ladies yep. too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Michael was Michael was pretty smooth on the low. I think uh, you know. <laughs> just the persona and the stage presence and all the theatrics I think took away a little bit from 
who he was as a man, you know. So yeah, because even the new stuff, was, even that, even that Rock My World and Butterfly stuff was real, like real tough. That was real, yeah. All right, so enough of Michael. Rest in peace, Michael. And uh, I want to know, I, I know you you was born in Nigeria. Yes, born in Nigeria, you, raised there too. And then now you're in Houston, so I want you to talk about that a little bit. Like how is how was it growing up in Nigeria, and then compare that to being in Houston. And, and uh, the culture, for one thing, is totally different. Um, you know, I was, thank God, I was born, uh, born and raised in a two-parent household. I mean, it wasn't always, you know, the best of times, but, you know, I'm glad that my parents are still together, you know, 30-some years. So, uh, you know, it was it was uh, totally different. Um, I mean, we, don't, we didn't always have uh, constant water, electricity. Not to say that we were totally dirt poor, but we were regular middle class. But, you know, the, the system over there is pretty broken compared to here where, you know, your lights are on, your water's running and everything else. Uh, so, you know, come from real humble beginnings and, uh, you know, moved out here in 2000 for school and pretty much started, man, since then. Yeah, so it's pretty much my story in a nutshell. Yeah, I remember, man, I was watching this, I was watching this movie on Netflix. I don't know if you watched it. It's called uh, Without a King. And it's about it's about this uh dude. It's some king in Africa, man. I mean, this dude is like balling. Like he he's sitting on like billions, and then his country is like poor, and they like drinking water out of like a little. Yep. Yeah, everybody. He and his whole and him and his little royal court. Like he got like twenty luxury cars and like living good, and like everybody else just like starving. Yeah, there are a couple people like that, and uh, just some of these uh, dictators and. Uh... That's the, that's the only issue with, with Africa. I think, I know people, you know, our fellow black people over here keep asking, you know, why, why isn't the continent moving forward? But, um, it's a lot going on, man. It's the corruption. It's the mentality. You know, it's the fact that guys who have power don't want to relinquish it. And instead of handing over power to somebody else, they just hand it over directly to their sons. You know, they, they, like a dude will get into power in his thirties and be there till he's 70 something. And then when he's about to, 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 to die, then he gives off, you know, the government over to his son to take over. So those are some of the problems that, you know, we're facing over there. So Yeah, then he been te- he been teaching his son the same shit that he been thinking for, you know, for years. He been teaching it all putting all that stuff in his brain. So he thinks just like the king before. Yep, yep, pretty much. And that's the problem. So democracy is still a fairly new concept in Africa and so we're trying to modify it and make it work for us, and it's uh, it's a challenge. It's a challenge, man. But hopefully, we'll get there soon. Uh, and how is Houston? Uh, Houston's good, man. Can't complain. Uh, the weather's been up and down as usual, but uh, you know we're good over here, man. Can't complain at all. So you listen to screwed music, screwed chopped and screwed music? Yes, I do listen to some screwed and chopped music. Uh, I really didn't like screwed and chopped music at first when I first got to the states. Uh, back then, I was in Oklahoma for a little while and. All the dudes from Texas used to play that all the time, and I used to be like, what's this? But uh, <laughs> as the years went on, uh, I really got into it, and uh, I really like it. Although I don't like everything Screwed and Chopped, but I think R&B Screwed and Chopped is pretty dope. Yeah. If, 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 uh, if R&B Chopped and Screwed, it's always pretty dope. So uh, rest in peace to DJ Screwed. Yeah, I've been just saying, I've been saying, it depending on the song, I would say, so what, what? what's like one of your favorite R&B Chopped and Screwed songs? Uh, right now, uh, currently in rotation, um, I like to listen to The Weeknd, Screwed and Chop, OG Ron C, um, shout out to him, has a pretty dope um, mix of, of The Weeknd. I think one of his, uh, I, I guess the last tape he put out, 
he chopped and screwed the whole thing, and it's pretty dope, man. And even uh, I was listening on YouTube the other day to this young cat. I don't know his name. I think his name is Slim K. And he chopped up uh, Drake's new album, Take Care. So it sounds pretty good. So I think generally most 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 R and B songs sound chopped and screwed. I don't really have a favorite one right now. But those are the ones I'm listening to right now. And I say you uh, you tried any lean yet? Uh, what you say? Any lean? You tried that purple drink? Nah, man. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't drink. I don't really drink. So. Yeah, I've been saying that. I mean, I ain't talking about drinking. I'm talking about that purple drink shit, like the coating. Like you know how they be doing that syrup out there. Yeah, well, it's some some people do it. You know, some people do it, but uh, I don't. I've never done it, so you know. Can't yeah, I've been really saying speak is that, like, that. Is that is that like really big as they say it is out there, or not really? Mm, no, it's not as it's not as big as mainstream media tries to paint it. I know mainstream media tries to paint. You know, I, I guess the culture in one way in Houston, but it's just a small fraction of people that do that. Not everybody does it, no. Okay. And uh, I want you to talk about your style and um, tell us what separates you from all the other artists out here. Well, um, first of all, I'm a unique dude, just period. Um, second of all, I believe my style is more eclectic and organic and soulful. Um, and so... I think what separates me from other artists is, one, my heritage, you know, being Nigerian and African gives me a unique perspective on the world, a unique perspective on uh, uh, the social construct, you know, in the world. And, uh, you know, just my flow is slightly different from most. And just the way I put my lyrics together also makes it different as well. So those are the things that make me stand out, I believe. Now, would you talk about your uh, current project you just came out with, uh, Soft Power? Southpaw, yeah, Southpaw, um, it's a project that's based completely on my life, uh, especially the past two years, uh, starting in 2009, I was going through some personal situations, and uh, uh, a homeboy of mine uh, let me listen to this uh, indie rock group from Britain called uh, The XX, so I listened to that album for one month, man, I couldn't take it out of my, my CD changer, and uh, I hit up my boy, Broad and Market, who's one of the producers on the project, and I said, yo, man, can you... Can you listen to this and see what you can you know, cook up, cook up out of this? And so uh, that's pretty much how Southpaw came to life. Okay. And what would you say some of your interests are outside of music? Aside from music? Yeah. Um. Shoot, I love meeting people, having conversations, uh, working out, sports, obviously, soccer, football, basketball. Uh, I'm really into the NFL. Um, I'm a Titans fan. Um, Titans fan? Yeah, Titans fan, man. I wouldn't even be telling nobody um, that. <laughs> what'd you say? <laughs> I, I said, I wouldn't even be telling nobody that. I, I keep hey, man, phone. don't make me start talking about the Chargers, dude. Nah, <laughs> you I, really I, don't, don't want to go there. I'm a Niners fan. But, um, I'm a Niners uh, fan. I, I, like, I like playing chess, um, Scrabble. I love to read. Um, shoot. That's pretty much, in a nutshell, to summarize, yeah, some of the stuff I like to do. Yeah, I said, no, nah, I'm a Niners fan. I ain't no, I ain't no Chargers fan. Hey, oh, really? Well, yeah. Who are you fan of? Huh? 49ers. 49ers? Yeah. Okay, all right. All right, yeah. I see y'all on the upswing. Yeah, we, yeah, we just straight. We came up, we came up. All right, so I want you to, <laughs> what advice would you give to an aspiring artist? Oh, man, uh, phew. That's a two-pronged question. Well, I'm still an aspiring artist myself. I'm still on the come up. Mm-hmm. But I guess so far, based on my experiences, what I will say to to any pe- person out there that's you know trying to get heard is, man, just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, 
try to try to first of all define your sound, define yourself. First of all, know who you are, um, and then know what you're trying to say, and then uh, define your sound, and uh, you know get get a good team around you. Pretty much those three things: know yourself, know what you're trying to talk about, uh, try to define your sound, and get a good team around you. Oh yeah, and also I wanted to ask you what kind of workout you do. What kind of workout you do? Uh, workouts. Uh, shoot, man. I, I you know I hit the gym, just dumbbells, regular stuff, push-ups. Sit-ups. I've been doing a lot of those at home lately. Uh, I guess because it's cold for the most part. But I, I run to like three miles at least two, three times a week uh, out in the park. So, how's your diet? Um, diet. I try to eat healthy. I eat almost everything. Don't eat fast food. Uh, no alcohol. No smoking. Um, I try to eat healthy. Some organic stuff every now and then. Most most of the time. Most of the time, I eat. Try to eat organic. Uh, you know, brown rice instead of white rice. I try to go for the healthier alternatives of, you know, different foods. Don't eat red meat. Okay. Much. Yeah. Anyway, we got to politic a little bit, so I want to know, is there any issue in society that's bothering you that you want to speak on? Oh, man, right now, man, there's a lot of stuff going on. But I think, well, I guess we'll bring it to America to just be more specific. I guess... What bothers me recently is uh, just the the attack on Obama, man. It's um, it's kind of ridiculous, dude. Like, I don't know if it's just because the social, because we're in an age where social media has exploded, and so you know everybody's thoughts, you know, can be instantly transmitted across several media channels. Right, right. I feel that. You know, but um, I don't know if there's been any other American president that has really, uh, at least from what I've read and from what I've asked around, that has really undergone this kind of attack, man. Like, I think it's pretty ridiculous. And, um... Uh, I say, you know why, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, and I try to let people know that Obama's not perfect. And I know a lot of people have issues with him. You know, there have been even artists that made songs about him. And my thing is, if anybody thought that him coming and becoming president was going to be the answer to all of our problems then they were sadly mistaken. He was never going to be the savior. He was never going to be the answer to all of our problems. But I think it was a positive step in the right direction in terms of, you know, oh, you know, somebody else aside from the old guard can go in here and really do something. And I think he's trying his best. I don't think, uh, I don't think that he's not concerned. I think what he's found out probably is the game of politics. Politics is a game. You know, and uh, that's what we're seeing on a large scale. You know, and uh, it's kind of sad that he he has to cow toe to uh, to you know to the right all the time. It just it just feels like it, and it's like okay, well, when are you gonna do what you know, people on the left want you to do? You know that type of thing. But um, I don't know, man. Uh, my hats off to him, and I know it's a tough job. I wouldn't want to be the president, man. I can tell you that much. Uh, all right, man. I want to say, what would you like to tell your fans? Supporters, what you like tell Hey, man, I just want to say, first of all, uh, shout out to Poe, man, for having me on uh, the podcast. I appreciate it, man. Keep doing your thing. Um, also, Southpaw, the EP is out. It's available everywhere. Uh, just You can jump on my Facebook and get it. Uh, Facebook.com slash Soul Brother Music, S-O-U-L-L, S-O-U-L-B-R-O-T-H-A, Music. You can also check out some of my videos uh, on YouTube, Soul Brother Video. S-O-U-L-B-R-O-T-H-A video. And uh, I'm on Twitter. So, you know, y'all hit me up. Uh, Twitter.com slash SoB. I'm out there. So uh, check me out. 
and let me know what you think. Download the EP, and, uh, you know, y'all keep listening to, to Poe, man. All right, for sure, man. I want to say thank you for having you as well, and I want to, we about to go on one of your songs, man, at Great Expectations, so I just Appreciate want you it, to man. lead us into it, and we about to ride out. Poe EP is called Great Expectations, and you're listening to Poe Politics and Radio, so brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. I came discontent from the continent of black gold With black souls around their necks got last souls Invisible, many caught up in poverty and bondage But still don't know A place where black folks write bad words And ladies fork plenty weeds with some afros And my contents get their necks broke The same place Malcolm X and Garvey were like, let's go This is the land of the megastar rich and the humblest poor Oh no Many claim that the middle class disappeared several world Probably decades ago who knew that this world is filled with devilish grills, demonic psycho fans and champagne spills, Moet guzzling, drunk and loud, screaming kill Bill, steal, still love being in the club, the pretty ladies love it when I touch their frills, a wise man of God told me that we're all hypocrites to some degree, so please chill, for me it's a choice daily, I'm meant to walk the world and some folk may not ever will, I was placed on earth for a reason, born and raised Africa's in me still. What I'm asking. Am I alone when the moment's right? Am I? Did I complain that I'm feeling used? Is it you? Is it you? It's never enough. I wanna be your heart that breaks. I wanna be your hiding place. I wanna be your one solution. Like the game needs change But nobody's willing to keep their dues paid I guess the spirit's willing but the flesh stays fake I feel like I'm on the verge of something great Pardon me I can't help having visions vicariously And victory eviscerating myself From the mediocre meddling and little league I feel like I belong with the big dogs Say cheese While I lamp with the posers During my acceptance speech academy award thinking Yeah, heavily night job, pure breed Used to imagine my hands raised high with World Cup trophies Cause each time the super Eagles played. I thought I could compete for at least one more game. It's one more chance they'd yell my name, but I learned to be humble through a king with a Jewish name. Man, I can see him. I'm a stare in the mirror It's like I'm seeing the big picture of my destiny quite clearer Each zit, each spot heals quicker Wolverine will hurt me, only makes me tougher And wiser, dear Liza Seen a number of folks kick the bucket too sooner Cool users, fool doers Into thinking we could reach the heights of wealth much shorter Tall order, can't assume My battles are exactly like yours, only similar But each person got their own lane You run out of breath trying to catch up thing Life is a marathon if I'm 
stomach or the jade. Success you want is never guaranteed. Although I realize that if you could dare dream, believe in Christ, it will turn into reality. I 